Hi, welcome to the I Call You Blessed podcast. Now, let's get into today's word with Pastor Hector Soto. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Amen. Praise God. So listen, uh, I want you guys, if you have a Bible or if you want to go on your iPad or whatever, um, we're going to be reading, we're going to be reading um, out of the book of Philippians, okay? And so it's going to be out of chapter four. It's a familiar chapter. I think everybody at one time or another has heard it. Um, so please, uh, if you have your Bibles or if you want to take a note, take a note. Amen. Praise God. So listen, go ahead and uh, and open up to the book of Philippians chapter four. And we're going to be getting on that here in a minute. Let's go ahead and go to uh, chapter four. And we're going to start with actually with verse four. We're going to start with verse four. And uh, this is what the Bible says. This is going to be, I believe, just a word from the Lord. I believe that this is God speaking to us directly. Father, I pray right now the blessing of the Lord. I pray that as they come in, that you would just reveal your word to them and the encouragement of the Lord would come upon them wherever they are. Lord, Whatever the circumstance may be, whatever the situation may be, whatever issues they may be dealing with today, Father, I pray that once again you would reveal yourself to your children. Reveal yourself as Abba Father. Reveal yourself as the God who listens and who hears. Father, I pray right now, let everyone know, Lord, that it's not over yet. You still have the last word. Come on, somebody. God still has the last word. And the instruction that is here right now is a word of encouragement to let us know that God is able. We are not alone. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus. And we thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that speaks to us and reveals to us, Lord God, the mysteries of the word and the presence of our Father at all times. We love you, Lord. Amen and amen. Praise God. The Bible says this in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. And we're going to be reading all the way down to verse 13. I think everybody knows verse 13. The Bible says in verse 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. How many of you guys know that Christ is your strength? He is your strength. He's your strength in the difficult moments. He's your strength in the difficult situations. He's your strength when you feel like you have no more uh, strength to give out. He becomes your strength. The Bible tells us that when we are weak, he is made strong. That is such a powerful scripture because it goes along with so many different other scriptures that that remind us that he says that he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. My favorite scriptures in the book of Psalms where it says, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it says what? I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That in these present days that we're living in has become a just a resounding truth in my spirit. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Wow, we are living in a time right now where, where literally death is surrounding us. And I'm telling you this right now, I'm not gonna talk about all the stuff, the, the virus and all this stuff that's going on. You know exactly what's happening. I wanna share with you the scriptures, the word of the Lord and what he tells tells us how to do and what to do in the middle of difficult circumstances. I want you to hear this. He says in in verse four, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, 
I say rejoice. Wow, Lord, how is it that I can rejoice in a situation where things are difficult and things are falling apart all around me? How is it that I can rejoice, Lord, knowing that my family members and my loved ones are going through it and and even myself, Lord God, in my job, Lord, in my finances and, and just different issues of my health, Lord, I'm going through. How is it that I can rejoice? How can I rejoice in these things? Look at verse 5. He says, let your moderation be known unto all men, for the Lord is at hand. Do you realize that it's not about your weakness? It's about God's strength. It's not about the issues that you're facing. It's about the God that is inside of you that is working this issue out with you. God knows that we have moderations. God knows that we have limits, that we have weaknesses. God knows. He says, and you go ahead and let everybody know that you're weak. But remember this, the Lord is at hand. Did you hear that? The Lord is at hand. We have a few more people joining us right now. Soledad Ramirez, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my brother, my brother Joe Garcia is watching. God bless you, my brother. We love you, sir. Uh, you and your beautiful wife. And we have Miss Bianca. Miss Bianca is watching. So listen, this is this is so beautiful. To know that God knows our limitations, He knows our weaknesses, He knows our struggles, and there is nothing that is hidden from His eyes. Nothing. He knows how you feel when you want to get up, when you have to get up in the morning and you don't want to get up. He knows exactly how you're feeling when your knees are hurting and your ankles are hurting and your waist is hurting, but you still push through that pain because you have responsibilities and you have to get to work and you have to do the things that you have to do. He realizes the burdens and the labor that you put into trying to have a better life. He sees all of the disagreements and the things that you're not content with. He knows the disappointment and the, the disenchantments that you go through daily, the stuff that you see on the news or the things that happen at home, even in your marriage, he sees when you guys are not communicating the way you're, you're supposed to communicate and, and one is not understanding while the other one is, is pushing forward for something else. He understands these things and he's right there. He knows our moderations, but he says this, listen to this once again. This is what he says in verse five. The Lord is at hand. Glory to God. The Lord is at hand. Somebody praise him. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say yes and amen. The Lord is at hand. Now I have to say this in parentheses. Tell me, tell me the kind of relationship that you have with God. And I will tell you how strong your faith is. Tell me what kind of a relationship you have with God, and I will tell you how strong your faith is. I'm just going to elaborate that on just, just for a few minutes. Listen to this. If you don't have a strong relationship with God, then his promises are not as fervent or as strong in your spirit as they should be. If you don't talk to him on a daily basis, if you don't seek the presence of the Lord, if you don't call on his name, then guess what? Trusting in him is going to be a little bit more difficult. Why is that? Because your spirit, the longer it stays away from God, the weaker it becomes. Your spirit, man. Now, for the flesh, 
It's vice versa. The longer you stay away from God, the stronger your flesh becomes. Are you hearing this? So what ends up happening is when you stay long periods of time without praying, without calling on God, without seeking his presence, without without pursuing him, without worshiping him, without loving him. When you go days without feeling his presence, your spirit man grows weak and your flesh becomes stronger. And you know that your flesh loves to sin. Your flesh loves to be rebellious. Your flesh loves to be disobedient. Your flesh loves to be emotional. Come on, somebody. Your flesh loves to be unbalanced. Come on. We have, we have a whole lot of people that know exactly what I'm talking about right now. And you know that when you draw closer to the Lord, things feel better. Things come into check. Things come into balance because the Bible says that he sends us the Holy Spirit, which is our helper. He's the one. He's our counselor. He's the one that lifts us up and he points and leads us to the presence of our father always. So he brings a balance. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Let me see your little hands. Let me see somebody saying amen or hallelujah or glory to God. So what ends up happening is that we, when we pull away from God, this is when we begin to feel the weakest. Where do you feel weak? You feel weak in your spirit, man. Your spirit, man, is the one that is hungry for God. Your spirit, man, right now is the one that is actually listening to this word of advice. And your spirit, man, is the one that is saying, listen to what he's saying. He's telling you the truth. He's trying to draw you closer to the father. Listen to that. Stop doing what you're doing and change your ways. Repent and give God your heart. Trust in him wholeheartedly. That's the spirit, man, talking inside of you. But the flesh, man, is telling you you the opposite. Oh my gosh. Listen, you're missing your favorite show right now. Go ahead and turn Pastor Hector off. Go ahead and listen. There's a distraction over here. Don't forget we were supposed to make popcorn. Don't forget we were supposed to go and talk to to, uh, uh, our kids or don't forget we were supposed to go and do this. Oh, don't forget you were supposed to get an email back to somebody else. Why is it that whenever God speaks, the flesh wants to run? I'll tell you why. Because the flesh does not want anything to do with the spirit of the Lord. But the Bible says that the spirit of God is always willing. The spirit inside of you, the breath of God in you is always hungry and searching for its father. Come on, somebody say amen. If you can say amen, if you can say amen, glory to God. We have more people that are joining us right now. But look at this. Look at this. What does he say? He says, the Lord is at hand. He's drawing close to you. He never leaves you and he never forsakes you. That's what he told Joshua. He says, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And look what it says. Let's go back now to verse six. He says, be careful for nothing. Did you hear that? Now, this is going to sound... like something that might, might, people might think, oh, Pastor Hector, now you're, you're really exaggerating. I think we're really uh, going off track here and you're exaggerating on this. Uh, but I, I want to just make sure that this gets to you in your heart and in your mind, just a seed, a thought. When it says, be careful for nothing, what does that mean when we say, okay, we'll see you later. Be careful. Doesn't the word of God says, be careful for nothing? 
It says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. When you have a care or when you have an issue that you're dealing with, a problem or a concern or even something that you're dreaming about or praying for or asking God for, he says, don't don't put your care on that. Put your focus on me. Because when you begin to put your care on the things of this world, that's how the enemy will distract you from putting your eyes on Christ. When you put your eyes on the, I'm just going to use these examples, okay? Let's say that you need a vehicle or you're trying to buy a house or you need to buy clothes or you're trying to get food on your table. Whatever the situation may be, all of this really falls under the umbrella of what I'm about to tell you. Imagine whatever it is, if you put your eye on that, then you begin to chase after that thing. After that thing that you need, you begin to put your concentration on it and your heart into it. And the enemy is very, very good. He's very subtle. He's very, he's a sly, sly dog. He'll come in and he will make that thing that is a need into a distraction. You see, the Bible tells us, cast all your cares upon me. So this is why he says this. Be careful for nothing. Don't put your care on things. Well, Pastor Hector, but my light bill. Listen, trust God for it. He'll open up a door. He'll give you. Listen, you might not like the door that he gives you, but he will give you a door. You might you might all of a sudden get a door to go and cut a yard. And you might say, well, I don't cut yards. I don't do yards. Well, then you're not going to pay that bill. We can't be so prideful that when the Lord puts something in front of us that we don't take it. Now, what am I saying with this? I'm telling you that God supplies all of our needs. God will be there in, in, in present form for anything and all things that you have need of. He will supply your needs according to his riches and glory. He will do it. If you can take your heart and just trust in him, he will come through every time. And look what he says in verse seven. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ. So this is what he promises to do, that instead of being caring and being concerned. Thank you for listening to the I Call You Blessed podcast. We hope that you have been encouraged by today's word. If you would like more information about this ministry, visit us at iCallYouBless.com. Until next time, I Call You Blessed.